It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, gals and pals, game on. It's time for the Sports Gal Pal Podcast where we help gals and their pals come together over sports. Don't hate the game, love the game, or at least find out why he loves it so much. Now your host, the sports gal pal herself, Ramona Rice. Well, hey there, Gal Pal Nation. Welcome to the Sports Gal Pal Podcast, where we help you understand why the sports fans in your life scream at the TV during a game. I'm your host, Ramona Rice. You can connect with me on Twitter at Sports Gal Pal and, of course, on SportsGalPal.com. So, what am I looking forward to this weekend? Hello, college football! Yay! I realize I've been in the land of the NFL because I've been doing all these two-a-day previews, getting you ready for the NFL season, but um, hello, college starts this weekend, like today, like we have football on today. Is anybody else rejoicing? I am. I feel like the football gods are all getting together with the cherubs and it's like choirs and hymns and, and hallelujahs that football is here. Real football. Football that matters. And I love college football. I, if you had to make me choose between college football and NFL football, no comparison. I will choose college any day of the week. And the reason why is that the fans are more passionate. We are crazier. The traditions, the rivalries, there is nothing like it on earth. I absolutely love it. So if you have a sports fan in your life who is nuts about college football the way I am, these are the games that that sports fan is probably going to be interested in. First up, Tonight, we've got two. Um, we've got North Carolina versus South Carolina. It is a border battle. And while neither one of these teams were really that impressive last year, and again, I'm biased because I don't really like the Tar Heels personally because I'm a rival of theirs, but this is going to be a good game. The last time they played, um, it was pretty close. I think South Carolina is going to get it, though. I think that they have got the personnel and the defense to kind of hold off UNC. They're playing in Charlotte, so it should be a very pro um, UNC crowd. However, that's really close to South Carolina, so they may be taking the trek up, too. Don't miss that. What I'm more excited about is to see the return of Jim Harbaugh to coaching and to college coaching. That's right. His Wolverines take on Utah this is what I'm really curious about is that while they may have upgraded their coach, Michigan still has a lot of problems. So Wolverine fans do not get excited. Oh, Jim Harbaugh's coming. Yes, Jim Harbaugh is here. You should be very thankful. I would love to have him as my coach because I think he'd be amazing. But he is still dealing with the after effects of Brady Hoke. So just don't expect too much. However, they should pull out a win today. I am a little concerned about the O-line. I'm wondering if they're going to be able to give that quarterback some room. We'll see what happens. But Utah is not a sleeper. Do not underestimate them. Um, you know, but it's going to take two good seasons before we really see the true hardball effect in Michigan. Um, but I'm really looking forward to that. On to um, Saturday. Of course, personally, the game I'm looking forward to or kind of dreading is um, Virginia versus UCLA. It's the home-and-home series. Last year, we came a play away from upsetting the Bruins. And let me tell you, I was at that game, and it was ferocious. So um, Virginia, we do have some 
an excellent back end with Quinn Blanding and Maurice Kennedy. I love them to pieces, but we are had many great losses on our defensive side, including Eli Harold. I miss him so very much. San Francisco, you're so, so lucky to have him. Um, he's going to be a big miss. Um, we are starting Matt Johns, who did start or played some of the games last year. There's always been like a big debate with January which quarterback starts. Well, this time we have one quarterback. He looks good. He looks promising. The problem is, is that front seven, I'm really, really worried about it because our O-line just isn't like great. So um, our O-line isn't good. Our new front seven is is new and, and young. Um, and we have a coach that doesn't seem to understand game time management. So it's going to be a game. I think, unfortunately for myself, UCLA is going to win. They are the better team and they should. They are ranked. Um, moving on later that night, um, we've got um, Texas versus Notre Dame. It's always exciting when two marquee schools play against each other. I think Notre Dame should win this hands down. Texas is not what it once was. It's still going to take another year or two to get the recruits in that they need to. Um, the biggest thing is that, you know, they've got... 20, uh, you know, Texas has 24 freshmen or redshirt freshmen on the depth chart. I mean, that's crazy. That, that is a ton of youth, whereas Notre Dame is returning a ton of starters. So this shouldn't be a contest, but it will be entertaining. Both fan bases are great. Notre Dame travels well. They seem to have fans everywhere, as evident to the fact that next week when we play, they play at Virginia. I had to buy 13 extra tickets just to bring in some Irish people crazy. So that should be a lot of fun. Um, that is a can't miss in the Gal Powell household because my gal, my main guy is a Notre Dame fan. I know. Pray for me. All right. The game of that night is going to be definitely um, Alabama versus Wisconsin. My goodness. Uh, you know, lots of red, lots of tempo, lots of defense. So it's going to be very interesting. I love it when Big Ten and SEC kind of face off each other. Um, you know, it's going to be at AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, home of the Dallas Cowboys. And, you know, Alabama's ranked number three in the country. Wisconsin is ranked number 20. Um, you know, here's the thing. History is not on the side of the Badgers. You know, they lost a really close opener last year to um, LSU, uh, you know, in in Texas of all places. So Texas has not been kind to the Badgers. Uh, but, you know, here's the deal. Um, I think that if they play well, they could potentially uh, compete with Alabama. But let's not kid ourselves. It's Alabama. It's Nick Saban. There is no question. It'll be a close game, but I do think Alabama will prevail. And finally, the game of the week, at least if you live here in Virginia or if you live in the OHIO, that's right. The Buckeyes come to Bleaksburg. It is Bleaksburg, not Blacksburg. Don't let any of those turkeys fool you. Um, here's what I'm looking forward to. I am looking forward to Ohio State and Urban Meyer coming in and whooping that tail, whooping the turkey tail feathers, because realistically, my college is a big, is a huge rival of Virginia Tech. I don't like them. I'm not going to make any apologies. I am not a journalist. It's my show, so I can flat out say it. VPI, ugh. Um, I don't think that they have the personnel to compete. I think that Urban Meyer, the loss last year, was a blip. And I don't think he's going to make the same mistakes twice. Plus, um, Virginia Tech may have been a little too busy trying to plan finds and the players than a good game plan. So um, you will see a lot of defense, though. Um, Virginia Tech is known for that, so be careful. You'll see Bud Foster squatting on the sidelines, looking like he's about to lay like some big defensive egg. His knees must be really, really bad. Um, you know, and again, which of the three quarterbacks will Urban Meyer start? Maybe we'll see all three. I mean, and, and that's the thing with Ohio State. It's so different because he's got, Urban Meyer has this like 
bountiful collection of just players that would start in any other program, and he managed to keep them. So I like this a lot. I will be tuning in. So that is what I'm looking forward to this weekend. Yes, to my baseball fans, I know there are baseball games on, and there's preseason NFL on, but to me, this is all about college football weekend. Let, let's celebrate the fact that college football's back, marching bands, tailgating, cheerleaders, fight songs, rivalries, um, drunken college kids, half naked running around in the stands because they, uh, they seem to do that. I love it. So cannot wait. Love it. And we'll hopefully be very happy that we pull an upset in Virginia and we beat the Bruins. It's not going to happen though. Sorry. All right. Let's go on today's show. Can I tell you how much I love my guests this week? I normally fawn over my guests and I, I make a big deal about them. But this guy, he is a big deal because he's a personal friend of mine. So I am so fortunate to have a great group of kind of podcast buddies that I get to talk to and mentor with and go to crazy conferences and baseball games. And Jonathan Oaks, the host of Trivial Warfare, is just a stand-up guy. He is an absolute doll. It's unfortunate, um, some of his sports team choices, but I love him despite that choice. You know, I, I can't do anything about it. Personal choice. And, you know, he has to deal with the repercussions of that. I hope that his tiny human isn't, um, affected too deeply by them. Um, but he is a real dear friend of mine. And not only that, but he was a big supporter as I was launching and, he decided to, in his infinite wisdom, to have me come on his show. So I got to host a show, I got to plan a show, and then I got to do a mini show. It is a great podcast, but more importantly, he's a great friend, and this conversation is hilarious. So if you don't enjoy it, then I feel bad for you, because I enjoyed having him on my show so, so much. All right, gals and pals, my guest today is the host of one of my most favorite podcasts ever. Like, it's must listen. If you don't listen... I feel bad for you, and you will not learn things. I feel like, bad for them, too. I would feel bad for them. And that is the lovely voice of Jonathan Oaks from Trivial Warfare. Jonathan, welcome to Sports Gal Pal. Thank you very much for having me. Okay, now we have to very much do the disclaimer that you are one of my best podcasting friends in the world. Is Agreed? it just podcasting friends? I think I'm a little insulted by that. Are we not <laughs> real friends well, at this point? No, we're definitely real friends. What do I have to do, Ramona? <laughs> um, move to Virginia. Oh, you're only friends with people in Virginia? <laughs> That's not My true. My goodness. Such I'm criteria. Su- I'm such a snob. What can I say? That's so not true. <laughs> you only like people who are UVA graduates. No, unfortunately, I can't I can't limit that cuz then that not everybody can do the highest of honors and graduate from Mr. Jefferson's University. Oh, That's why whatevs. it's special. Whatevs. Yeah. Whatevs. All right. So Jonathan's on. Jonathan is not a sports expert per se. He's hey, definitely a fan of sports. I'm smarter than most of your sports experts, I think. I think you're smarter than me. <laughs> no, that's not true. What we're talking about. But Jonathan recently had myself, Pod Vader from Blog Talk Radio's Next Fan Up, Corey Finneran, a past guest of our show from Ivy Envy, and Nick Subeling from um, Inside the Jungle Podcast. He decided in his, in his evilness to say, let's get all four of them together at Podcast Movement and do it live. Live taping of his show, Trivial Warfare, all sports edition. And I stupidly said yes, because I love Jonathan and I wanted to support him and growing his podcast. And I love his podcast. And, and what happened? Cause when this show airs, when my show airs, your show will have already aired for a couple of days. So your regular listeners will have already hopefully have listened. Mm-hmm. So we're not spoiling anything. No, so. uh, there's no spoilers here. So I think tentatively I would call it a slaughter. 
Um, That's being very kind. Like a massacre. <laughs> a massacre might be a better word. I just, it was like a nuclear bomb went off, I think. <laughs> now, to, so, so, uh, we had, like you said, Nick Suberling and Corey Finneran from Podcasters Group Therapy. They, they do two sports podcasts on their own inside the jungle in Ivy Envy. And it was you and Pod Vader, obviously, sports gal pal and next fan up, blog talk radio. I figured, you know, with sports podcasters, I can really kind of unleash the trivia fury and ask like good, juicy questions. And right at the get-go, when I asked about the top seasons, uh, top rushing seasons in NFL history, and you guys were struggling with it, I thought to myself, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Oh, That's my exactly God. It was, it was bad. <laughs> it, it was, was you know so what, though? I've, I've been editing it this week, and I've been listening to it, and it's a ton of fun. And that's, you know, with Trivial Warfare, that's more important to me than was the trivia great or not. Trivia, in almost all cases, is just an excuse to talk to your buddies, to get together with your friends and play a game, to go out to a bar and play a game. And so as long as the show's fun, people are laughing and having a good time, then I'm really happy with it. Well, I'm glad because it was, um, I mean, I expect it to be bad. Like I kept telling all of you, I'm not good at this because I knew, cause I'm still a fairly new sports fan. So a lot of the facts and figures from like the old days, I was like, what? There was a couple questions from like the sixties. I'm like, wh- who? <laughs> what? <laughs> I-, I couldn't even guess. And then, um, you know, when you and I were talking about it afterwards, you know, as we were discussing, cause I mean, again, after sporting events and trivia, it- it's kind of, it's a, it's a sporting event for the mind. Oh, I like that. Yes, sporting event for the mind. And um, one of the things you and I talked about, and it was an interesting observation, that when I came on and hosted on your show, you actually struggled with my questions. I really did. Yeah, and my questions were very topical, very story-driven, where yours were facts and figures. And I almost wonder, we came up with the um, hypothesis that because I'm a woman and you're a guy, that we think of, of things very differently. Now, I don't know what excuse that gives Pod Vader for not pulling up his end of it because he was lousy too. Did you just question? Minute. You just questioned Pod Vader's masculinity. No, Pod you, Vader did, you, you did. Other talents. Other talents. Like Pod Vader <laughs> other talents than being a man? No, he has, like, he uses his brain for, like, you know, again, ways of the force. And obviously, ways of the force are not good for sports trivia. Hmm. That uh, side of the force, it maybe it's just too light for him. And he's just like, no, I need to be evil and go over here and do other things. <laughs> you know, that, that's the way I look at it. So, so yeah, it is a fun show though. Like I love listening to you guys in the car because it's safe for me to have it on in the car with the tiny humans, which is always good. Mm. Sometimes with podcasts, you have to be very careful or they get bored. Um, if it's like a business podcast, they're like, mommy, I don't want to listen to this. I'm like, I, okay, all right, we'll switch it to something else. So. You know, You're so like, don't I don't want to listen to it either, but I have to. Mommy's got to earn some money, honey. Yeah, something. Mommy's <laughs> got to do something, something. So, all right, well, let's get back to our regular episode. Since I'm doing this whole series of podcasters talking about sports, podcasters yeah. who don't normally get to talk about sports, talking about sports, I'm going to ask you what I ask everybody. How did you get into sports? Uh, you know, my father used to take me to ball games when I was a little kid, and he wanted me to be a fan like him so that when I was growing up, we could bond over it, right? And so he took us to Braves games. I grew up in Atlanta. He took us to Braves games. He took us to Falcons games. And I, I didn't care. It never caught on. I wasn't interested at all. And then 
uh, my best, one of my friends when I was growing up started collecting baseball cards and I thought he was cool and I wanted to be cool. So I started collecting baseball cards and that was my in that, that was after my father had already moved out and I started getting into baseball through baseball cards. And then once I started learning about the games, I kind of got hooked on the strategy and the statistics and that's where it all started. Now, you grew up in the Atlanta area, but you live in Florida now, and you root for a ton of Florida teams. Um, when did that happen? Uh, you know, when uh, I'm a Tampa Bay Rays fan, one of the one of the few in the proud and the bold, and I started that, actually, that was an intentional search. So I was a huge, my favorite player growing up was Will Clark. And when he retired in around 2000, 2001, I felt like I was kind of left adrift. I didn't have a good, I didn't have anybody to root for. I didn't want to root for the Rangers, the Orioles, or even the Cardinals. And so I started doing a search. Okay, I want to be able to go to games, so it needs to be somewhere close. I don't like the Marlins' way of doing business, so it's not going to be the Marlins. I don't want to be a bandwagon Braves fan, so it's not going to be the Braves. And I ended up being a Rays fan by default. And I adopted them and, and kind of just grew up into, into that uh, eight years of terrible baseball. <laughs> you know, so much so that he wore a, a, a Rays hat when we went to the Rangers game. That's right, man. Go Rays! But you're big enough where no one really questioned it. Yeah, nobody questions a lot of things I do. Actually, you just kind of give them a mean look and they leave you alone. I question everything you do. Hmm. Well, where's That's that? Because I'm you? your friend. Oh. See, I'm allowed. But I have a big man I live with. So that's you know, right. Yeah, you're not big afraid. Men don't scare me. And then the Jags. You know, living in Jacksonville. It's kind of uh, you kind of have to. There's there's some there's some diehard Steeler fans and Bills fans here, but the vast majority of Jacksonville people are Jaguars fans. Well, that's good because they should be. I mean, Absolutely. that's the hometown team. Even though we've been terrible for a long time, uh, that doesn't mean we get to disown them. No, that's true, and I think that's really good. Like, I mean, you know, you and I, we joked when we first met in um, Las Vegas at New Media Expo in April, and I, I joked about your Jags and Tim Tebow, and, and boy, did that come back to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next, what was it, like two weeks later, maybe Not even Steven. less. It, it had been like nine days or something. All and the us- minute it happened, all Jonathan did was tweet me, ha, karma, <laughs> karma, and I'm like, no. And, and then... uh well, you, you traded for Sam Bradford, the yeah. super injury-prone quarterback. We we think, if my estimates are correct, and I've studied this, I've studied for fantasy football, right? Yeah. Um, if my estimates are correct, he's already injured. He's just not telling us. That's how injury-prone he is. Oh, Jonathan. So cool. it's going to be Tebow time before you know it. I have no words. I, I've been doing all these like two a day previews. So I've been talking about this a lot as all the super fans know that this is from um, Podvader's actually podcast. He's let me borrow all of his like, you know, people that come onto his podcast and they've all asked me about Tim Tebow. And I'm like, I'm really tired <laughs> of talking about Tim Tebow and his Bible signing. Well, we could his- talk about Chip Kelly instead. Well, that hurts my head too. You know what's interesting? I actually, this is really um, a, a good chance to talk about this because I haven't had a chance to talk to anyone about it. Every, you get on, um, you watch ESPN and you watch the commentary and a lot of people are trying to say, is this a race thing, right? All, all of the people leaving and all of the people coming in. And I've come to the conclusion, in my opinion, that I don't think it's a race thing. I do think it's a, hey, my type of guy acts like this 
And regardless of color, creed, or anything else, if you don't act like the way he wants you to act, then you're out. Oh, I completely agree. And so um, that, yeah, that and just so happens does, to be... And so does the Eagles super fan for Next Fan Up. Oh, really? He agrees. Yeah, he agrees with you. And, I, you know, I guess... And I wonder sometimes if I tell myself that just so that I can be okay. I, I, you know? But it really does seem like that. Well, I mean, he did... Tr- we did get a better running back, in my opinion. And it was hard. I love Shady McCoy. I love him. Like, yeah. I think the Bills are going to... Well, he just got hurt. So <laughs> the Bills didn't end up being awesome. Yeah, I was like, oh, no. Like, he didn't get carted off, but they had to help him to the locker room, Um, I believe it was earlier today. So I was like, hmm, that, okay, I feel a little better. Not that I want him to be hurt, but just, you know, it's one of those things where if you have players that you love and they go to other teams for various reasons and something happens to them, you're like, hmm, dodged a bullet there. You um, still think Rex Ryan's going to run the ball 50 times a game? <laughs> what else is he going to do? It's not like any of those quarterbacks can throw. Yeah, and... Going going to quarterbacks, just really quick. EJ Manuel drafted in the first round. As as bad as Blake Bortles' season was last year, man, I'd rather have Bortles than uh, EJ Manuel. EJ Manuel's actually from my hometown. Is he? Yeah, he is. Was he a bad football player as a kid? No. So he's grown into that. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. He played for Florida State. And? So, uh, yeah, well, you're not going to get any other opinion from me. So Yeah, you know I'm not a Florida State. I Actually, it's funny. I'm not a Florida State fan. I have an MBA from Florida State. <laughs> I graduated a couple years ago. They're going to take it away from you. No, you they can't. It's too late. I have it. It's on my wall. They can still take it down. They're going to come into my house and take down my MBA? Look, don't underestimate the fan base at Florida State. They are <laughs> scary crazy. They came. They played at Virginia once when I was um, there, and it was like literally they were everywhere. I mean, everywhere. It was like, wow. I didn't know Deion Sanders had this many fans. You couldn't find crab legs anywhere, could you? <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> um, so, yeah, did you get a chance to listen to the Jags two-a-day preview? I you said you- did listen to that. Isn't he great? Oh, yeah. You know what? Um, he really knew a good amount about the team. I was I was impressed when he named, especially when he named the uh, the guys to keep an eye on, and he mentioned Telvin Smith and Brandon Linder. Absolutely, hundred percent agree. He was right on the money with those guys. Yeah, Ryan's really good. Vader keeps those guys in line. He basically goes, "Come do my binion, my my bidding minions," and they come and they come talk do about my minions, minions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so for Clem to talk to you like on my podcast rather than yours. So it's weird. I'm keep running to ask like ask a question or answer a question, and it's just a regular conversation. So this is how we actually you know chat in real life. Oh, you can ask me questions if you want. Well, I could, but I can't think of any trivia questions, and I don't want to because I'm still really traumatized from the last time we did this. <laughs> like, like my brain still hurts. Like, like it was painful. Like, and I knew going in, like you, you knew I was nervous going in. Like, you know, because yes. normally I'm really bubbly and fun and ready to go. Oh, you had your through, game face on. Yeah, I did because I knew I was like, this is going to be a train wreck. So I need to either be very charming. And very like, you know, clever because I was worried that when people listen to it, they're going to think, Oh, silly girl. She doesn't really know about sports. And it's not true. I just couldn't at that moment come up with those answers for those specific things. I've said many times that it's a lot easier to play along in your car than it is to play with a microphone in front of you. When your neck is on the line and when you have a timer and you have to come up with that answer, it is much, much harder to get something right or to remember something 
than when you're just driving down the road. So I, I give you, uh, I give you full credit for, for getting out in that ring and giving it your best shot. And if for the record, as soon as, as soon as the mariachi band started playing, we lost all semblance of seriousness. <laughs> well, because I mean, it was a mariachi band. We're, so we're sitting random. there. Yeah, we're sitting there and we have a bit of an audience and we have, uh, a speaker set up so people who are around can hear us play the game. And all of a sudden it's like in the background. It's like, what is happening? Oh, it's amazing. I think that's when I think that's when Jake kept asking for more wrestling questions. Uh, you would not believe how many times he actually did that in the show. It's like six or seven times. No, I was sitting next to him. I know how many because I was sitting next to him. So yeah, no, but it's a ton of fun. I do love your show very much, and it's not just because I love Jonathan because I do love Jonathan. But Aww. it is a great show. It's one of those shows that again you can listen to with the family, and you get to yell at Jonathan for not knowing things like the Bermuda, uh, like the like Bermuda. That was so, tough. That was hard. That was not hard. It was Bermuda. <laughs> the minute they said it, I'm like, oh, it's Bermuda. And you're like, huh, huh. But, but it just goes to show you. And those are the easier questions. It was Bermuda. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just the name. That's going to be the name of this podcast episode. It was Bermuda. It was Bermuda. Really? That's, that's what you have. <laughs> Look, I'm coming up with this in the fly because this was like a last minute booking because I realized, oh, wait, I wanted to talk to Jonathan before his episode comes out to really cover my own butt to make sure people know that you know, yes, I do, I do not, I am not my best. Did you, I, did you want to talk about blog talk radio? You, would you like to announce it? You can. Announce what? I don't know. You <laughs> told me some fun news that I'm very excited about. I love blog talk radio. So yeah, um, trivial warfare is going to be joining the blog talk radio family. Yay. That's right. I've been trying to, I've been trying to get that since I came on blog talk. Yeah, I hammered, I hammered everything out with uh, Jay this afternoon. So uh, very excited about it. Really looking forward to kind of uh, getting in with some of the other shows and, and taking our show on the road, you know. I mean, with uh, with trivia, you can basically play anywhere. Just give me a microphone and a pair of headphones, and I'll come on somebody's show and see what they have. Yeah, just be warned. Um, ask for not expert mode. Ask for the easy <laughs> question. Ask for the cheat code. Yeah, something. I wanted to phone a friend. Like, if we could have phoned Podvader's 11-year-old, we would have kicked their butt. If Podvader's 11-year-old would have been awesome at that game. If I had let Podvader use a phone, he would have started calling the athletes who actually were having the questions asked about them. Okay, how would that have been bad for your show? Think about that. <laughs> Think about that. You know, now, now that you mention it, I probably should have allowed that. <laughs> That was an oversight. Not for the other guys. Not for them. They needed no help. Like, Nick was there, and he was so excited. Like, I could tell. Like, there's one question where he and I both knew the answer, and he even knew to do the one, two, three. That's when you know you're a super fan. Like, he's a total fan geek for your show. He loves your show. Well, he's got a fantastic show himself. Yeah, he does. Now, um, have you made your Super Bowl predictions yet? I know I'm picking in the AFC the Steelers. I have not decided on the NFC yet. So you don't think Le'Veon Bell being out for a couple of games is going to hurt them? You don't think? Um, no, because the first game, you know, Tom Brady definitely won't play. I mean, because the, it, you know, we know Brady's going to be suspended for some portion of the, of his games. Mm-hmm. So that first game's against Pittsburgh. So I think that with Brady out, with Bell out, it's an even matchup. Um, and even then, I have a feeling the Steelers are going to win that division. You know, so, the Steelers is a very fair pick. I, I'm a big Antonio Brown fan, 
And Martavius Bryant, I mean, he's he's already looking good in camp uh, year two. They might have really found something with him. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, everything on offense is looking real, real good. I think that defensively, I think they're going to get their stuff together. Ravens look good in that division, too. That division is just so tough. Everybody plays really well. I mean, they're really, really, uh, there's a lot of parity there. As for um, the NFC, I would love for it to be my Eagles. I would love for it to be my Eagles. Come on. But I would because <laughs> I deserve it and I'm cool. Um, <laughs> Well, how, the only reason. How about the Cowboys? Ugh, no, definitely not. No, what about the Giants? Oh no, mm. they're a mess. Their their one best defender blew off his hand. We're not sure where he's when he's coming God, back. Wasn't that crazy? I talked about it on my show again. Have you ever heard of a woman blowing up any part of her body ever? Um, no, can't say that I have. Okay, then who blows up parts of their body? Men. Men. You know why? Because men like to blow stuff up. It's a proven fact. Men like to blow stuff up. This, I can't argue with. I'm a man. I like to blow stuff up. Yeah. So I'm just like, he did not listen to his mama because I guarantee you his mom (laughs) at some point in her life has said, don't play with that fireworks. I mean, just the dumbest thing. Even the giant super fan. He's just like, I can't believe how dumb that is. You're, You're a football player. You need your hands. You really need your hands. They're really important. Just regular people need their hands. I mean, God bless people who have hand injuries. Like I last year broke my left wrist and I'm actually left handed. And that was awful. Did you, you broke your wrist? What were you doing? I was running away from a spider. No. Yes. It was actually a month ago, a year ago, this month. It was a giant spider and it covered our entire front doorway. And so James, my husband offered to like get rid of the spider. And I was like, no, it's nice because it's one of those good garden spiders. <laughs> no. So he and his six foot sevenness, and Jonathan's met James in real life. So he knows how big he is. James is a big guy. James is a big guy. James, this was back during the ice bucket challenge. So he's like, I challenge Ramona to go under the spider web. And he goes under like a champ. I'm like, if he can do it, I'm a foot shorter than he is. <laughs> it's no problem. No, I got spooked. I felt the web or I thought the spider had landed on me. So literally I was about to, and our, our steps are like brick and concrete. So I thought I was going to like, I kept thinking, Ooh God, concussion. No. So I grabbed like the rail and I flipped myself over, ripped my favorite dress that oh was ruined God. and broke like two bones in my wrist. My kids saw it. They, they thankfully didn't laugh. I would have laughed because I'm a horrible person. Ramona, it's a spider. It was a big giant spider, Jonathan. I will include the spider photo in the show notes. It was enormous, but oh I got goodness. a blue and orange cast for UVA and I wore that during tailgating season. And it was very popular. <laughs> you know, that makes me wonder if they can just put JPP's uh, hand in a, in a wrap, you know, and just use well, it like a club. Well, did Clay Matthews? They gave him like this like ball thing. Exactly. A it's mace, like a mace. He couldn't actually use it. I mean, he wasn't allowed to use it as a weapon. Whatever. You can swing your hand over somebody and use it as a weight. The counterbalance. Yeah, because, I mean, he was able to defend with that thing. Mm-hmm. Not as well, but I don't know. I, I just feel like the Giants, they've got a lot of questions. Secondary, you know, again, they've got some great. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. is fantastic. Look um, out for Victor Cruz this year. That's with, true. He's, with he's the attention it. rotating over to Beckham, I think Cruz could have a big year. Yeah, I think, though, with the addition of Jimmy Graham in Seattle, that gives Russell Wilson one more excellent target because everybody could figure out where Russell Wilson was giving the ball last year. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, with the addition of Jimmy Graham, Seattle's going to be real, real good. It's just to get to three Super Bowls in a row, that's real hard. Do, that's- you, do you think that they're actually going to use him? 
Because every time they bring in a high-profile receiving option, they just kind of ignore them and do what they're going to do anyway. I don't know if they're necessarily... Well, they'll use them for something. They'll use them as a distraction. They'll use them to, you know, split the defense. They'll they'll use them for a lot of different things. They just may not use them to actually give him the ball. Yeah, I just wonder... I, I wonder if he's going to finish the year with 60 catches and five touchdowns. That I don't would, think that so. That would be a shame. Because he's, splitting, he's split, splitting time with Marshawn. I mean, really, let's think about it. There's no way. It's not like where he was in New Orleans where, you know, Drew to, Drew to, you know, Drew Brees kept going to him. So. Right. There's just no way. Um, you yeah, know, but he's their only target. So he should be able to get 10 or 12 touchdowns if they actually throw the ball. Well, I don't know if they're going to. I'll tell you the team that really interests me the most is, um, in the NFC is the St. Louis Rams. Really? Yeah. Are you a Nick Foles fan? Uh, uh, no, I'm actually a Chris Long fan because he went to UVA. Um, <laughs> wow. But no, think about Homer their alert. <laughs> their, de- their defense is very good. Without Chris Long, um, they still have an excellent, excellent defense. Boy, injured really last year is. for the majority of the season. And I feel like, again, with the addition of Foles, with the addition of, you know, some key personnel, the Rams look really good. Um, the 49ers have imploded. Carson Palmer will never finish a full season. So they have a really good chance of competing very well. I at least think they're going to be in the wild card hunt this year. I've never seen anything like that 49ers situation. I, do you, so do you think that Borland would have retired if uh, Harbaugh was still coaching the team? I don't know. I think I, a lot of the guys who, who chose to leave or retire or other situations – I wonder if Harbaugh would have held it together, and this is just a reaction. He might have. I just, I just wonder. But again, it felt like from what everything we heard. Well, again, they had this is this is the mo for the 49ers, because a couple years ago they had Mike Singletary, and everybody whined about that. So owners caved and got rid of him. Then they bring in, you know, in a couple years they brought in Harbaugh, and you know he does very well for them, but people don't like him. So then they get rid of him, and I'm just like, okay, so it basically is like the parents. Or the grandparents are taking, you know, you know, not listening to the babies and not the parents. And I'm going, I would rather keep Jim Harbaugh and get rid of the quarterback. That's my personal opinion because Jim Harbaugh, I know, wins games. I don't know what Colin Kaepernick does without him. You know, so you mentioned I'm, Mike Singletary. He's one of my favorites. Can't win with them. Won't win with them. <laughs> Mike Singletary was great. I love him. He was him. good. It was good. And, I, you know, I, I just I just wonder what's going on with management, you know, and it goes back to, you know, and on the East Coast, the Jets, <laughs> you know, uh. oh, they're crazy. Um, but again, it goes back to management. I feel like management for a lot of these teams, unfortunately, gets in the way of production because it just it, it's like they make boneheaded moves or they're so worried about their stars or whatever. And I'm just going you know, find the solution that wins. You know, it's not that easy to find a quality NFL coach and it's not that easy to find a quality NFL quarterback. But Preach. I believe a better coach can make a better quarterback. Because will Tom Brady really be Tom Brady without Bill Belichick? I don't but think so. Do you really want to get me into that? <laughs> no, we're not going to do that this podcast. So now let me ask you a question. Sure. What do you think of all the news lately with the camp fighting and Geno Smith getting his jaw broken in the locker room and you see Cam Newton in scuffles. I saw I saw um, Des Bryant get rabbit punched in a fight with the Rams on a clip this morning. From a female perspective, what do you think about the camp fighting? Um, I think well, I 
I've got a different female perspective because I've watched so much football that I'm kind of like, it's like a boys be boys kind of thing, which is wrong. We shouldn't, we shouldn't condone it at all. But part of me is kind of like, first off, Des Bryant probably deserved whatever he got. He was just standing there. He was, no. he got taken by surprise. You should see the clip. He looked so surprised. No, he deserves whatever he gets. I have no sympathy for Des Bryant. Wow. No. Yeah, no, 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 no love for Des Bryant here. Um, unless he was an eagle, then I would put up with it. Um, you know, I feel like it depends on the situation. So like, I was watching Hard Knocks and I kind of saw the little scuffle between the Redskins and, you know, the Texans. And D'Angelo Hall is a punk. He's always been a punk. He is a punk. He's just ridiculous. He's just a waste of a human being. I oh, said it. That, I don't care. That's a little mean. No, it's not. Because he just, yep, 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 yep. What has he accomplished in his career? Well, he has been an NFL player for the last, what, 10 years? Okay. That's something. It is something. It's more than I, I've accomplished with my career. <laughs> You don't get into brawls. That's true. So there you go. I but just, I'm a I lot just, bigger than D'Angelo Hall. But seriously, if he was yapping, yapping, yapping in my, my ear, I probably would have punched him too. Oh, wow. You know, I, and then Geno Smith, who knows what that's about. You know, they said, they said that he stuck his finger in the guy's face and, and tried to say, you're not going to do anything. And if that's true, if he did put his finger in a guy's face and say, you're not going to do anything about it, then he did deserve to get punched. Hey, yeah. That as as a guy, if if you go that far, then you know you're going to get punched. And if you thought you weren't because you're a quarterback, then you're an idiot. Well, I just feel like he's just, and it goes back to again. A lot of these players are emotionally immature. They mm, lack emotional point. intelligence. So you know, and, it, and it's a lot of different reasons. You know, they're pampered as kids. They're you know, or they come from situations where maybe there wasn't a strong father figure, so they didn't learn. I, I you know, I don't know. I just know this. Or they're I've just twenty years it. old. When I was twenty eight, I was emotionally immature. Well, that's just because you're a guy. But there's different levels of emotion. Well, they're immature. guys. That's my but point. But you're but you're not getting punched in the face at your job, Jonathan. Well, I'm, that's my point, though, is they are emotionally immature. I, a lot of guys are emotionally immature at that age. I'm agreeing I with you. Like, but, but here's the thing. They, and plus, they're full of all this testosterone. They're working out all the time. And they play a very physical game. Like, the, the object of the game is to knock the other guy away from the ball. I mean, that really is the object. And take the ball from them. You know, it, it fundamentally, it goes against everything you learn in, in kindergarten. Oh, so it's what, exactly what you had in kindergarten. React? They want to take their ball and go home. <laughs> That's right. It's these that you don't you don't share, you you push people, you shove, you try to be number one. It goes against everything you learn in kindergarten. And I love it. You know, so I don't want them to change it anymore. I don't you know, I don't mind the fighting so much. I think it's hysterical. I don't think it I don't think it should happen in the locker room with your own teammate. Like, I don't mind it between teams because that's just normal competitiveness coming out. And mm -hmm. every sport deals with that. Every sport. Don't let them kid you. I guarantee you at some point there has been a brawl on a golf course. It has happened. <laughs> oh, I'm man. Sure if we could only get clips of that, that would be epic. That we should make that happen. Video. We should start okay. spreading rumors that golfers you know are talking what? about you know other what? golfers. Mark and Lev, they both play golf. I bet you we can arrange it with them. <laughs> That would be great. I can just imagine Lev with like knickers on and a and a derby hat. Yes, yeah, so with a looking pom -pom dapper. on top of it. Exactly. With his long flowing hair. Mm hmm. And Mark needs to have plaid pants. Yes, I'm glad we're planning this. And a pink shirt. We need to send them out there. Hat. And they yeah. need to take pictures of it. Yeah, okay. Mark and Lev, if you're listening to this, you now know your assignments. Well, go. they better be listening to this. Go make a picture. And then right get now. in a fight. Yeah. 
even if it's a play fight. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the little, like the, the like a three stooges, like the slap. You know, the, the, <laughs> I'm doing the motion right now, like people can see. And it's so, <laughs> this is why Jonathan's really not allowed on my podcast because we, you know, talk about everything. But again, ladies, here's the thing: the reason why Jonathan and I bonded not only was because we went to a conference together, and he's a super nice guy, but it's because I trash talked his Jags, and my punishment was I got Tim Tebow. So be careful about your trash talking because it will come back to you. Because what I trash talked about was I said that the Jaguar should. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. She said, why don't the Jags just sign Tim Tebow and get it over with? Mm, that's exactly what you said. <laughs> that's exactly what I said. And sure enough, nine days later, guess who signs Tim Tebow? It was brilliant. I'm glad you enjoyed that. I, I did that for you. I the, used my magical witch powers for you. The title of this show should be Tebow Time. No, no title of any show should be Tebow Time. <laughs> Tebow. I've already, I've already like used up my Tebow minutes. All of Blog Talk Radio now cannot talk about Tebow for at least a week. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it, is that rule. what the rules of this thing? It's in your, this that I'm your, getting into. It's in your contract. You never read it. Podvader is, is strict man, strict, strict, strict. So, but I'm super excited. You're on Blog Talk Radio. I think the listeners are going to love it. It's a cool show. Um, you know, and if you ever get a chance of Jonathan invite you on, go for it. You know, you, you may seriously look like a silly person like I did, but it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I'm sure that the, I know Nick and Corey did. Um, Podvader obviously enjoyed it enough where he invited you on to Blog Talk. So. Well, hey, and then you, you also get your picture on our friends of the podcast page. That's true. And I'm on there like twice. Yeah, over there. at uh, Yeah, you are on there twice, aren't you? I know. They can see that over at uh, www.trivialwarfare.com. And all the links to Trivial Warfare will be on my show notes at blogtalkradio.com forward slash sportsgalpal or on sportsgalpal.com. So, Jonathan, any parting words for Galpal Nation? Ladies, treat your men well. Do you realize most of my listeners are men? Men, let your ladies treat you well. <laughs> No, I, honestly, I'm going to make a prediction. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars win eight games this year. It is, I think that's fair. It's that's going good. to be the best year since the Jack Del Rio era started. I know okay. I know Del Rio made a playoff once, but that was sheer luck because we played eight straight teams with a losing record at the end of a year. The whole Del Rio era was just god-awful terrible. So this is actually the start of one of the best teams since Tom Coughlin left. So Jaguars go eight and eight or better. That is my prediction, and I'll leave you with it. Well, there you have it. And again, he is the host of Trivial Warfare. You can listen to him on iTunes and soon on Blog Talk Radio. Jonathan, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Seek out Paul Nation. I told you he was fun. Again, thanks to Jonathan for coming on. Thanks for Jonathan for having me on his podcast. Um and again, thank you for not laughing at my stupidity when it comes to sports trivia. It's hard. It's hard out here for a sports gal and sports trivia. Hard. Real hard. Okay. I just got weird there for a minute. All right. Uh, so again, this is a Thursday show, so you're not going to get a question of the week, but I am going to make a comment really fast. Um, fast approaching my two-a-day series is quickly coming to an end. I need to give a big, huge, giant shout out to the guys from Next Fan Up. All of them, every single one of them has been so gracious and so kind and very funny and have put up with some of my nonsense questions and they have allowed me to come on the show a couple of times and hang out with them and I just got to say, I am so lucky that I was able to do this kind of project with them because 
It was a lot of work. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Doing 32 podcast episodes in such a short amount of time and editing them is a lot of work. But they didn't have to be so accommodating, and they did. So a big thanks to, of course, Pod Vader for all of his support in this project, um, to Sicko, the Eagles superfan number one for being the smartest superfan for picking the best team, but two, um, you know, he helped me rally the troops. Um, big shout-outs to Tim, all the Bryans, all the Andrews. They've got like 12 of them over there. Patrick, the pa- uh, Patriots fan, a um, couple Charlies. Who else? Um, Monty, I'm forgetting a bunch. All the Brits, particularly English Simon. I love you so. I just want you to know that. Um, so again, make sure you check out Next Fan Up Podcast. Their episodes come out on Thursdays and Sunday night. And it is a great podcast for the NFL fan because it's from the fan's perspective. And you know I'm all about that. So good luck to your teams this weekend. Unless you are a UCLA Bruin, then no. So go Hoos. Beat the Bruins. Dear God, do something awesome. Anyway, see you guys on Monday. Thanks for listening to the Sports Gal Pal podcast. And be sure to check out sportsgalpal.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.